2: I want to have them answered immediately. Or just want to learn about all things automotive.
1: Hey, how exactly does a positive rear end
3: on a Plymouth work?
2: It just does. Then you've come to the right place. So start your engines, buckle up, and get ready to drive. Drive Radio starts now on KLZ 560 The Source.
4: All right, good morning. I'm your host today, Dennis Brewster with uh, for Drive Radio. I do have uh, one of our sponsors, or one of our... Guy's coming on here soon, Ken. He should be showing up real soon. So, just want to say good morning to everybody. John's off today, so if you have any car questions, please give us a call. Anything to do with automotive, and sometimes we can even answer cra- tractors and and anything else. So, if you're listening today, that's great, and you can call in. But if you're listening tomorrow when we replay this, you won't be able to call in. And but you can text the text stuff to 307-282-22 and there's probably going to be a delay in that I believe uh, because of where John's at so because that goes right to John so um yeah if you have anything to anything around about your car you want to talk about I mean um I was going to talk about today is buying a used car so um I was going to give you like 10 different pointers so if you want that um Love to hear from you today, and I know you're going to probably start getting ready to get your car out if you've had the, the the specialty cars that you like that you stored over the winter. You know today, I know it snowed yesterday, but today looks like a beautiful day to be out driving around, and it's the weather's going to start getting warmer again, so it's be a good time to get out there. Um, it's it's uh, it's spring, so you know it'd be a good time to get your tractor or your not your tractor, but your truck ready if you're going to be taking camping pulling trailers up in the mountains if you're doing you know there's a lot of stuff we start doing during the summer if you're going to start hauling stuff uh, to fix up around your property or around your home you know make sure everything's running good uh, give us a call we'll help you with that Um, and if you want to buy a vehicle i got some ideas for that too so um, i can get into that right now first of all when you start talking about buying a car you know, the first thing you want to determine is how much you want to spend on that vehicle. And and like John has always said, and, and most of us on this radio show have said this, is you want to buy when you don't need it. Because if you buy when you need it, you're going to spend more money. But if you buy when, hey, you know, I don't really need it, but I'm going to look at maybe getting another one, not in a big hurry. I'm not going to push that point too hard. I'm just going to see what's out there. That's the time you want to buy. So you can still sit down and, sit down and say, determine how much you want to spend. And the other thing you want to do is choose the features you're going to need. You know, um, if you're like me out in the country, are you going to be needing to pull horses, you know, around a trailer with horses? Or are you going to be pulling a big camper around? Are you going to be doing, you know, construction and you need to have something that's durable and always ready to go? And I need it to pull a whole bunch of stuff in a trailer, you know, or am I just using it to pull a little boat? You know, that's only it's really a light boat or I'm just going to go around with some kayaks, you know. Or I'm just not, I just want a truck and I don't really want to haul anything, do anything. So there's all these different scenarios that you have to look at to see what are the features you need. And and those are really good to, to think about and write them down because, and you know, if you got a spouse, you might want to talk to the spouse too. What do they want out of it? What do we all need? So those are good questions to ask yourself and, and write those things down and, and maybe sit down and uh, figure those out. I know that's what... My wife and I do. We sit down and figure all this stuff out and say, what do we need another vehicle for? What do we have to have it for? So I do have a caller calling in. And we got, before I take her, Patty, hang on a second. We have two other lines open, 303-477-5600. And Larry will take your phone call. And we're going to go right to the phone with Patty. How you doing, Patty?
5: Doing well, thank you.
4: What can I do for I you? Attended,
5: I attended the, uh, the new car show at the... Denver Convention Center, uh-huh. and there were several um, car makers that were not even represented there. There was no Subaru or Volkswagen or Audi or Mercedes, and they were they very heavily were pushing electric cars.
4: Yes, that's that's the government for us. You know, I I don't really want an electric car myself, especially where I live. It doesn't suit my needs or what I yeah it doesn't suit my needs. So. I mean, some people does, but other people it doesn't.
5: Right, and I'm looking for a new or slightly, yeah, gently used vehicle, and the prices are so similar. I thought I'd consider a new car because the used cars are not that much less expensive.
4: Right. Yeah, because there's so few of them, and everybody's you know buying them up right away.
1: Yeah. And I
5: definitely want a gas vehicle. Now, the overall consensus was that a lot of the new cars are reliable, whereas I. Um, I've been driving a Toyota product, which I had excellent luck with. But Toyota prices and, and Lexus, I'm driving a Lexus. So they're going through the roof now. So um, what are your thoughts about, you know, shopping for a new car? Um, should I be open to everything, open to Jeep as well as Toyota and so forth? What are your suggestions?
4: Well, I think so because I think they're all – and it's almost that you have to sit in them, though, to, to see what your comforts are. It depends what you want and how, how you sit in – you know, when you sit in the vehicle, is it comfortable for you? Because that's number one thing I look for. I mean, I took my wife out and we went to um, a, a company that just buys all the cars. You know, it's uh, I'm trying to think of the name of it, but anyway, they they just look at all the vehicles and she, they had them all there. And so she was driving Subarus, Toyotas, Nissans, Mazdas, and everything else, and came back to a Subaru that she liked that fit her well. She liked it because she felt like in that car she can see around everywhere. She didn't have any blind spots and it felt comfortable for her in the seat. And and that's what's very important for us, is to make sure that vehicle is totally comfortable for you so when you're driving it, you're not, you know, that you can drive that safely. Does that make sense? So Yes, I could, agree. And
5: I'm, my current vehicle is so comfortable and so effortless to drive. The problem is a lot of the dealers aren't even having cars available for test drives because there's such a shortage of vehicles.
4: Yeah. That's, that, I haven't noticed, I haven't, I'm not looking for your vehicle, so I wouldn't know that. Um, you know, that's when you can, if you can find these companies that actually, um, I'm trying to think of them and I don't really know if I should say them on air, but um, companies that are leasing companies that go around, you know, they, they buy everybody, they buy all the vehicles, you know.
5: Gotcha.
1: Okay.
4: Yeah. You know what I'm and saying? Also, and then they yeah, they I can understand. go look for you what you need. You know, and and get different options. And sometimes they have them there. They have different vehicles there. They might have them used, but, you know, they might have that year that it's used.
5: Right. Um, Yeah. And also, the auto show had no um, brochures or promotional items like they used to have years ago. I was born and raised in Chicago, so I'd always go with my brother to the. That, the Chicago. You know, um, Car Show is a quantum leap better than this one. Right. But, um, I was trying to educate myself. So um, they yeah. also had only one 2025 car that Toyota had a new, a large Highlander they're coming out
3: with.
4: Yeah. And see, the, the other thing about, you know, like going to other, you know, manufacturers is you don't know. If you've never sat in a Jeep, then you would never know how it feels. If you've never sat in a, a Nissan, you'll never know how it felt. You know what I'm saying? So that's why it's good just to go around and check them out and see what other ones have. But if they don't have a lot of product, that's not good.
5: Understood. And I always thought I'd buy another Lexus, but I don't care for the new styling of the Lexus. And they don't have the visibility from the inside that they used to have because of the new styling. So even though it's a, a comfortable and reliable car, I'm open now to look for anything else.
4: You know, that's funny you mentioned that because, you know, when I had a shop, most of the guys were buying GM products, and they were all just, they worked on car, GM cars, they came from the GM dealerships, they just loved them, loved them, loved them, and now they're jumping into Dodges because they just said, that, you know, the GM, they didn't like the look of the new GM vehicles. So, that's, like you're saying, you know, we, you have options. So, there's a lot of manufacturers out there that you just got to get around and see if you can find them. um you know if you can find companies that actually sell everything you know um that's the way a broker is what i'm thinking a, a car broker that can go and get different models and sometimes they'll bring them to you and you know that you can just stand at home and they'll call you up or they'll bring it over to you or else you can call them up and they'll say yeah i have three or four here now if you want to come down and drive these three different ones and so sounds good that's okay. what i would recommend
5: Okay, that'll help me. I appreciate it. Thank you. Have a great day.
4: Yeah, thank you, and thanks for the call. And that's, that's what we need to be doing, people. We need to, you know, don't get stuck in the vehicle you've been in, but look around and see what else is out there because you go sit in it and see what you want, see what kind of features it has. What are you the features you're looking for? What are the needs you have? That's that's when we start looking at a car. That's what we need to do. So if you have any uh, questions about that, 303-477-5600. We've got three lines open. Larry would t- love to take your call, and he can. You can. You can ask the question on air, or you can just tell him what the question is. Or, and and guarantee you, if you tell him what the question is, it probably someone's already sitting at home thinking, "I have that same question." So it's okay if you get online and answer, or on the phone and answer. So, as as I was talking about this, um, you know, sometimes you need to do too is is do the research on the reliability of that and the ownership costs of the car. Um, to see how much is it going to cost to fix it. Because sometimes we get into a car, we buy one, and then have to have a timing belt, especially if it's a used vehicle. And then you've got to find out if they've done this service work that's going to be coming up, because that can negotiate the price of the vehicle right there. So th- it's good to know that too. So don't be afraid to ask questions and do your homework to see, because if you're, if, like, say, if you're buying a Subaru, you know, and it needs a timing belt, you don't want to buy that car and turn around and have to put a timing belt in it. Um, and then there are good cars out there and they and some people are selling them by the, um, from personal, they're not going through a dealership and stuff. So you can try to see if you can buy them that way too. And then, um, when you're looking for cars, you got to know the price of the car. You got to know what you're going to spend and how much is that car really worth? So, uh, don't just assume that this is a good price, but you know, you got to make sure. And then you got to see what, what's the maintenance on this? What have you done with it? Is it clean? Is it been taken care of? Are they, have they really done due diligence on this vehicle? Because you've got to do your history and your checks on that, too, to see what it's going to cost you to run that car. So we do have a couple lines open still, 303-477-5600. Larry's talking to a caller right now. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Drive Radio on
6: KLZ 560. With everyone wanting more of your money from eggs to gas to taxes, how do you keep more of what you've earned? Call 720-895-0500, Affordable Interest Mortgage, where we can show you how to pay less interest on your home, have access to your equity for 30 years, and be prepared for unexpected expenses or emergencies. The market has changed. You now have more buying authority whether you want to purchase with a rate in the threes on a 3 two, one buy-down or refinance and pay less interest to own your home faster with the Asset Manager Mortgage. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500, where we've been serving Coloradans for over 20 years. Government agencies continue to raise the cost of financing, whether to purchase or refinance. Let us show you how not to pay these increased fees with loan programs designed to pay less interest and put you in control of your equity. If you want to purchase a home with the rates in the threes, or you want to have access to your equity, call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. In these difficult times, you can still save. Seven-
7: Spring means warmer weather, but it also means it's time to protect our pets from warm weather parasites, including fleas and ticks. Hey, this is Scott Watley, and being informed on what our pets need to stay healthy and happy this time of year, as well as all year long, is just one more reason why 20 years ago, our family chose Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center to take care of all of our pets' needs. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, the medical staff keeps us up to date on the status of our pets' health during their regular checkups. They also make sure we know how to help our pets stay healthy and remain healthy all throughout the year. With the arrival of spring, we know it's time to protect our dog, Gracie, from the fleas and ticks just waiting outside to hitch a ride on our sweet girl and since we know that fleas and ticks can cause many problems for pets and for humans making sure our pets are protected with a safe effective flea and tick preventative is an important part of their care why not have lone tree veterinary medical center care for your special companion it's the place where our pets go Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center can be reached at 303-708-8050. That's 303-708-8050. And you can also visit them online and read their latest blogs at lonetreevet.com.
2: Here are the three C's of high performance in less than 60 seconds. Your engine piston rings must have good compression, which makes good combustion, which saves cash at the pump. But you lose compression when piston rings clog with carbon. Today's engines use low-tension rings, which clog much easier, which lowers compression, combustion, and the amount of cash in your pocket. With higher fuel cost and expensive repairs, this problem can be fixed as fast as your next oil change. The best service shops use a BG product that cleans the engine and accomplishes the three Cs in just 15 minutes. It has three letters, E P are as an engine performance restoration that cleans piston rings and restores compression, which increases and saves you. Find a shop with BG products BG. at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. So at your next oil change, remember the three C's. You'll find more of this in your engine and this in your pocket. When you clean your engine with BG.
0: Most of us think of the days when we'll be retired. Have you planned well enough to be able to do the things you love when that time comes? When will you take Social Security? Have you thought about health care during your retirement days? Will you stay in your current home or move to another part of the country or world? These are all questions Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial will ask you. The only way Al can help you with your financial future is to know what your future goals are. You don't want to be that person that tries to retire only to find themselves back at work because there wasn't enough money to handle all the expenses. Al will stress test your current plan, if you have one, and show what needs to be changed to make sure you achieve your financial goals. Al doesn't just help you with your financial goals either. He'll help you achieve your personal goals as well. That's Al's goal for all of his clients. He wants you to be financially free so you can achieve the things you've always wanted to do. Call Al Smith today at 303-744-1128 or visit our website drive-radio.com.
7: Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses?
4: And we're back. You're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560. Got three lines open, 303-477-5600. And I got Ken Rackley here well, from Tune Tech.
8: Good to be here. You know, I knew I was going to be late this morning and tried to give fair warning, but, you know, sometimes you, that's just, okay. you just can't. You're here. There, there You're we here. Go. We that's all it. I care. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, and there's been some scheduling issues in the past, so I've missed a few times. So That's all right. Yeah,
4: but, we're, um, we're forgiveness. We got forgiveness. <laughs> Thanks. We'll I'm, give I'm you okay. grace. Great. Appreciate. All right. That. Let's go to Chris <laughs> from Highlands Ranch. How you doing, Chris? And thank you for holding over the break.
9: Good morning. How are you?
4: Good. What can we help you with?
9: Uh, independent Volkswagen Audi repair shop, Kipling and Colfax. Anywhere around there?
4: Kipling and Colfax. Yes. Um, I don't think we have anybody around that area. I
8: can't think of any. I mean, they're they're just so. It's kind of rare to have somebody European anyway. I know I have a it. yeah I have a hard time finding even people in my neighborhood that work on Europeans. You know, it's yeah. just referring uh, to. Yeah, referring used him to.
9: Hannah on Dayton, and she's gone now. So yeah. Yeah. Well, how about just a general garage around that area?
4: Um, Kipling Kipl- and. Kipling and what? K- Colfax. Kipling and Colfax. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. There's um, Pickering. Pick Pickering Auto Service. They're they're in Lakewood. They're off of uh, Wadsworth.
9: Wadsworth well, and where? Do you know?
4: Uh, do you, or you can go to Geno's in Littleton. He's he's over off of uh, Santa Fe and Bowles. Bowles. Cool. Is that too far for you? No, it's not.
9: No. How yeah. about uh, yeah. the Pickering guy? Where is he at? You got a clue? Uh, what is it?
4: Um, yeah, I've been
8: there.
9: It's yeah. been a Wadsworth. <laughs> he's uh,
8: yeah. Wadsworth. He's, he's, he's
4: closer north. to I-70. Yeah, he's closer to I-70. Yeah. okay. But, uh, yeah. Yeah.
8: And he's got yeah he's got one over in uh, Thornton also
4: yeah
9: he's on Wadsworth up by I seventy
4: yeah.
8: yeah
9: cool Wadsworth. I'll
8: dig him up. Wadsworth or Ward
9: but yeah I think it's Wadsworth
8: yeah.
4: I do yeah. know that Geno's does a lot of the VW stuff oh do they yeah
9: okay well, that's good yeah that'll work appreciate your time pleasure all right thank, thank you, you thanks
4: for the call we'll have to work on that Get
9: Well, not,
8: it's just uh, yeah I mean you know I have custom people. Th- some of my customers that have europeans you know i have a hard time and they've told me where they've taken their vehicles to and had good luck and stuff like that in in our neighborhood but yeah it's it's just hard to you know it's hard to find somebody that has that expertise
4: yeah and the cars are getting tougher
8: well i mean the europeans have always had their own tooling yeah you know i mean where the asian and domestic they're they they use the same type of tools, right. you know. Where I mean, you're going to invest another sixty, hundred thousand dollars just to have the basics of what you need for a I European vehicle. Well, I yeah. did
4: that, yeah, because yeah. I had European techs. Uh, sure, know, I had yeah. nine techs. We can yeah. always had one guy that liked to work on the European.
8: Well, and there's there's the other part of it too. It's like, you know, having the tools and then having the the knowledge because everything, not everything, but there's a lot of things, wiring diagrams. Uh, the way they put things together, I mean, they usually stack everything, you know, thirty fold. So you you have one part at the bottom, but you got to take thirty things off to get to it. Yes. Where a lot of the other You're talking
4: ones about are an Audi. not. So <laughs> an Audi's that way. What?
8: Yeah. <laughs> and, what, and and like on if you don't have the scanner or whatever for like a Mercedes to reset an oil life monitor. Oh, yeah. You spend longer manually resetting an oil life monitor, just saying okay. I, The oil doesn't need to be changed anymore. Than you do for the whole oil change.
4: Right. So it's like mm, Well and you gotta tell them Mercedes, you gotta tell what battery you're putting in it. You're right. Yeah. There's a lot of things. Yeah, BMW too. Yeah. And
8: uh yeah, there's just a lot of things that they just do different. Not not that it's bad, it's just way different than what we're used to. Than the standard. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
4: Let's go to Jerry from Greeley. How you doing, Jerry?
10: Good. I'm calling on behalf of my neighbor. He's got a 2018 F-150 with the 3.5 EcoBoost engine, and um, he doesn't necessarily trust the manufacturer's recommended service intervals, so I was wondering what your recommendation might be for, I guess, all the fluids, you know, all the gearbox lubes and the coolant.
8: Sure, and like oil changes and things along those lines, also. Or I mean, I know some of the. Uh, I
10: think he. I think he's okay on his oil change interval, but um, he's thinking about you know coolant and um, transfer case axle lube. Okay. uh, Transmission fluid.
8: Depending on what he's doing with it, that's you know, is he towing a lot with it? Is it just mainly over the highway stuff? Things along those lines. I would say. If he's towing with it and, you know, and kind of putting, you know, I know there's a lot not. of, he's not, he's just mainly. He's,
10: he's got 41K on it. Okay. And maybe, maybe half of it is like hunting and fishing trips up to the mountain.
8: Okay. But not heavily loaded or anything like that.
10: Right. Yeah.
4: Did and he buy it new?
10: Yes.
8: Okay. Yeah. And I would say, you know, between 30 and 50,000 miles on the. On the transmission and on the on the drivetrain also, the transfer case and differentials and things along those lines. 30 to 50, he's at 40, so, you know, it's probably a good time to start thinking about it, uh, getting those done. And I'm not sure what the manufacturer at this point recommends, but what I, usually... What vehicle is it? I'm sorry. F-150 uh, 2018. Yeah, they're
4: probably going to say 100,000 miles, but I wouldn't they do might. that here. Right,
8: exactly. I would
4: not do that at this altitude.
8: Yeah, when... Just the the differentials and stuff. It's you know how much is, is the four wheel drive being used, things along yeah. those lines. But you know, and Greeley is probably there's some, probably some dirt roads that he gets on, especially going uh, hunting and fishing and stuff like that. So I mean, it's you know, it's all it's, it's all better to do himself. them than not do them. Right? For sure. Exactly. For yeah. the little bit that you spend, that he would spend now, you know, it's gonna longevity wise, gonna really increase that. Yeah, you know, at least
4: at least by fifty thousand. Got to get them all done. Uh huh. Yeah. Does that help? Okay.
10: Yes, sir. I, I, I thank you, gentlemen. I'll pass that along.
8: And and coolant wise, the coolant coolants are pretty good anymore. So he could probably go. Well, I think it's five years, or so. He's at five years right now, so that's <laughs> that's probably good to do the coolant also. So
10: I think I think the factory recommendation on that is six years and like 150k. Yeah. Okay, so he's.
8: Yeah. I mean, you know, it's one of those things it, it, that might be the one thing that he could you know might not need to do anything with but you know
10: it's uh well i I had read i'm sorry I, i had read that there may have been some problems with um the red uh oat coolant that ford was using i think they switched over in 2018 from the red to the yellow and the yellow is supposed to be phosphate organic acid technology and upgraded and
8: right. much better and yeah they they did they did drop the red uh, on the ford so yeah, yeah but i still
4: wouldn't go over a hundred thousand miles yeah with coolant
8: well and he's he's already at five years five years so yeah, yeah or who knows when the you know the uh, purchase date was or build yeah. day was but yeah
4: yeah i wouldn't go i don't i yeah. i just don't like doing that coolant right yeah exactly and so because we have too many They're, different extreme temperatures, we're down to minus five and and up to a hundred degrees here.
8: And there's so many dissimilar metals in that cooling system yes. too, with iron, aluminum. Uh, you know, there's probably yeah. Anyway, brass, plastic. And the plastic, right?
4: Exactly. So yeah, yeah. so well, it's always good to get that changed.
10: Well, I actually I've got a 2017 F one hundred and fifty with the three five Eco Boost, and um, I, I had that red coolant in mine, and I, I was reading about problems with it. And um, so last fall, I, I drained as much as I could, which wasn't easy. Right.
8: Because, <laughs> yeah.
10: Yeah, the radiator petcock, I think I got five and a half quarts out, and then I oh, was just, bar- just barely able to get the left side block drain open and get another three and a half quarts out. So I, out of a 16-quart system, I got nine quarts out. Yeah. And then refilled it with the yellow, and then I did that again since then. Okay. And um, and I intend to do it again here shortly. Um, and I know that that's not as good as a flush, but that's what I've been doing is, sure. is diluting it. And um, I'm wondering if, if I um, give it a third go around and then check it with pH strips, um, you know, in a refractometer for concentration, do, do yeah. you think I'm on the right track?
8: Yeah. Definitely. Definitely, yeah. 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 It's it's getting there. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, you're well,
10: good. One thing, I'm, I've been shopping for the pH strips, and apparently you know, not every pH strip is compatible with every type of coolant. Um, do you have any tips on where to look to make sure I get the right
4: touch. I set? check with NAPA
8: to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, check with the auto parts store, see if there is something
4: I didn't know there was different ones. Yeah,
8: I I have not run across that, but
4: doesn't know, mean it isn't. Right,
8: exactly.
4: But I would check with NAPA on that cuz they would know.
8: Yeah.
10: I looked at the I looked at NAPA's online catalog and and all I found was stuff that's not compatible, but they might they might have a source. At, okay,
4: so if you go in, they probably have yeah. a way to do that. Yeah. Know?
10: Yeah, I'll go talk to the guys.
4: Yeah. Okay. So some of the stuff
8: online, or some of the products that they carry are not online. Right. So, oh. Yeah. Yeah. So, so some of the things that, you know, they might have that might be a specialty item such as that might not be listed on there because maybe it doesn't sell or maybe, or, may, you know, it doesn't, uh, it's not so popular that they haven't listed it yet. And that's why
4: you got to ask them. Yeah. And it might be that another shop there has requested them and they're using them and then if they don't have the answer, you can ask them, "Well, who's your best shop that you sell yep. the most parts to?" That I'd like to go talk to them, and then you can go talk to that quality shop and they'll tell you. See what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. yeah.
10: Yes, yes, I do. Well, thank you very much, gentlemen. I appreciate the advice.
4: You bet. You're welcome. Thank Thanks you, Jerry. For the call. With that, we got one line open 303-477-5600. Dan in Lakewood and Steve in Colorado Springs hang in there. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560.
2: If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go?
1: You've heard that not so normal noise coming from your car for months now and turning up your radio is not really a fix putting off those simple repairs can lead to more complicated and costly repairs quickly or worse. They can lead to an accident or mishap that costs you even more than money. Extreme Automotive's ASE certified staff will not only fix what you came in for, they'll diagnose your vehicle and give you their professional opinion on what should come first with absolutely no pressure to do the work now. Extreme Auto knows that you have daily responsibilities and they've got you covered there too. Extreme Auto Repair Keeps courtesy vehicles available so you don't have to miss a beat at work, at school, or with your family, even though most repairs can be done in the same day. Don't make a bad problem worse by waiting. Call Extreme Auto Repair now at 3841-1071 or send them a message at KLZradio.com slash extreme.
3: GIA will make sure your vehicle is insured up to a stated value to protect your investment. Get the right insurance from GIA. Call 303 423 0162.
0: Have you ever thought about owning a classic car, hot rod, older truck, or an out of the norm vehicle?
4: Okay, we're back, and we'll go right back to the lines. We have two lines open, 303-477-5600. Let's go to Steve from Colorado Springs. How you doing, Steve? Hello? Steve? I can't hear him. Must have,
8: must have lost Steve.
4: I hear him in, way in the background, but I don't hear him. don't see anything steve to... hang on there because we can't hear you are we hearing his radio okay yeah. let's just put him back on hold till he comes back up yeah um when,
8: yeah we were just looking up for the test strips and stuff and we didn't see anything that wasn't compatible as of right you know just from the search that we did over the break so it's yeah i'm not sure if they're i haven't i just haven't run into that before so no and um
4: so I'm looking up the for the Pickering auto repair because we had someone, um, Dan. Dan, from was calling in. If Dan, can, you know, he was going to tell us what the, the one. Oh, Steve's ready? Let's go back to Steve.
11: Good morning, gentlemen. How are
4: you? Good. How Good. you doing?
11: Good. What a superb Saturday. Yeah. Hope
4: you're yeah. having one well. Yes.
11: Uh, that previous caller, man, what a great idea, testing the pH on a coolant. And uh, as an option, the little pH test drift to use for hot tubs and pools, they're cheap, effective. But, you know, he brought up something I'm scratching my head on. I have not really seen the specs for the pH for coolant in any of the manuals on the dimmers, bends, or vets. Have you?
8: No, no, Uh, no, I haven't seen anything along those lines.
11: Anyway, uh, just a quick note on uh, home security. Which is where those school cars go is the garage. Anyway, the bad actors, they'll figure this thing out. They uh, will back up a pickup with the tail back, excuse me, with the bed, you know, the tailgate down. And they stand up there and depending on how good they are, 15, 30 seconds, they put a coat hanger in the center where your track is and your emergency lease is. And they got that door up, back down, and they go in and take anything they want. So anyway, I, I really like elegant, cheap solutions. And my garage door guy, Todd Brown, uh, this goes back a few years, but anyway, real simple deal, you just put a tie wrap in the mechanism, buy that emergency release, and cinch that thing up, grip it off, and what it does, it has enough tensile strength, it prevents the bad guys getting in there with coat air. And I mean, they're, they're bad actors, they're criminals, but they ain't stupid. So what they like to do is scope out the house over a period of time, and when they see something like somebody loading out bags, pretty good bet the house is going to be empty. So anyway, I wanted to pass that on. And then, um, have you guys uh, test driven or know much about that new VW SUV that ID4? No, no, mm-hmm. no. zero experience with I'll that. Look. Yeah, just look of went. at one the other day. It's a, uh, it's like fifty five. Which is a heck of a lot better than seventy five for the Emoc. But it's got it got its problems too, so Oh sure.
4: Everything does. You yeah, know? right, yeah. Nothing's nothing is perfect.
8: Well like Dennis was telling the first um, first caller, you know, it's like you really have to get in and, and there's not really a bad car made. It's just, you know, what fits you the best. Right. And you know, if if you're well you know, it's it's I guess I so, what yeah. I
11: guess so, I would disagree. I'm trying to sell daughters. Chetta, Shamu. and man that thing is a money pit and it's got more warning lights than a Christmas tree and it's just a pain in the neck I mean that's the biggest car company in the world is we it. Yeah, yeah so anyway try, try to stop and we got a deal down there actually most of them uh running tv ads my green we'll pay $2,500 overbook for your car just not true because I talked to them so you know just kind of crazy stuff
4: yeah But I I think it is true about about that because not every – like we were just telling that there are cars out there that I can buy a a GMC Sierra and have nothing but problems. Lights coming on all the time, all these other things going on. Yeah. But then – Neighbor buys the
8: same vehicle. And nothing. uh, Right. And they drive it for – yeah.
4: Yeah. So I need – because I know people that – you know, I had a Ford – Focus for a long time that yeah, was right. left abandoned. Yeah, and I had, car. it was, a, sh- it was a, a loaner car, and a, I had my lettering all over it, and everybody knows me. I was driving around with that thing everywhere, oh, yeah. and everybody's like, Those things don't last. There's nothing right. but problems. I've had nothing but problems of mine. Huh. I didn't have any problems of yeah, right. mine. Exactly. You know, yeah. and then.
11: Maybe you got a lemon. Maybe you got a lemon, but you know, on the issue of, on the buy side, particularly when you're buying a car from a broker, don't do what I do. Or did, sat up a bit wiser. And that is, did test car, 380 with the T-top, the guys got the winch, so I said, well, let's buy the house, let's get a check So I wrote the contract, contract subject to a pre-purchase inspection repairs not to exceed $2,000, and I made the stupid mistake of writing a check for the whole thing. So anyway, long story short, the pre-purchase, man, it had like 2,000 in suspension items, another 2,000 on the seat and interior items, so I said, listen, now I'm not going to take the car. It took me a month to get my money back. Every day, the GMs call me up and go, when are you going to pick up the car? When are you going to pick up the car? I said, I don't think you understand. The contract language was subject to the pre-purchase inspection repairs, not to see 2000. So finally, after a month of wrangling, I finally get the money out of these guys. But just really piss poor business model.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you got to be careful yeah, who you buy it. from.
11: Yeah,
8: yeah, right. I mean, and, and you know, and, the, and the, they buy the cars, you know, pretty much from wherever they can get them. And, yeah. um, you know, they're usually lease returns or something along those lines. Sometimes they'll be from the East Coast. Sometimes they'll be, you know, from elsewhere. But, yeah, you got to be, you got to look to see where they came from. You got to look to see what maintenance was done on You got to ask the questions. You got to ask the questions. I mean, yeah. you got to know what you're looking for and things along those lines. Exactly. Yeah.
11: Exactly. And I want to see a maintenance file, particularly on, you know, pricey European stuff. I want to see a maintenance file that actually comes with a logbook on Benzes and Bimmers. But a few people keep them up. Yeah. But you do not want to buy a Bimmer or a Benz without a complete maintenance history. Sure.
4: Yeah. Any car. Any yeah, car, any really. Car. Yeah. yeah.
8: I mean, it, that I want
4: to see what they've done with that vehicle. That's right. Where exactly. they've been, where they yeah. lived, where That's they're right. coming from.
8: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It, it took me a so long back, time back to, to find the, my Suburban. Yeah.
11: <laughs> yeah. Back to the call on the pH cooling Have you ever seen the specs for pH Coolant? Because I guess I have. No.
8: I mean, it, there's, there's okay. the accept, acceptable range in there. I, I can't remember what the numbers are 7.7 or 7.8 yeah. to 8.4 or something like that, yeah. which is. The acceptable range, line,
1: yeah.
8: and um so, Yeah, yeah. But gentlemen, I uh,
11: sure enjoy your show. Well, thank well you.
8: thanks.
4: Appreciate it. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, and and for the person that was looking for Randy Pickering's place, or not Randy's, hey, but yeah, Pickering's right. Pickering's Automotive on Wadsworth. It's ninety South Wadsworth Boulevard. Yeah. So, so. And we have the internet, everybody can look it up. You yeah, can right. do it even while you're driving, which some <laughs> people do, and you yeah. shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. But um, Maybe have your passenger
8: do that. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. Got to have a good co-pilot uh, nowadays. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So we do have three lines open, 303-477-5600. You're listening to Dennis Brewster and Ken Rackley from Toontech. Give us a call. We're going to take a quick break.
0: Your roof is one of the most important parts of your home and yet is one of the most neglected. We all tend to think it'll last forever without any maintenance or repairs until a hail or windstorm comes around and does damage to your roof. The problem with that mentality is it's wrong. Do you know that RoofMax is a product that can rejuvenate your roof and give you up to 5 to 7 years of additional life? Do you know that the application can be done more than once so that the life of your roof can be extended for up to 15 years?
12: That's
4: 303-662-0789. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Drive Radio with Dennis Ken. Um, if you have any car questions, please give us a call. 303-477-5600. Got Larry there. Ready to take your call. And also, um, Ken, I don't know if you know, but Larry's birthday is tomorrow. So I did not
8: know that. We want
4: to wish him a happy, happy birthday. early birthday. Early birthday. Yeah. We're yeah. the first ones to offer a happy birthday to you. On air. On air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got to have some credit for that. That's right. All right. Um, some of the stuff I was talking about before you showed up was I was talking about used cars and stuff, as you heard. Um, and we were just talking about it. You should pull a history report. You know, if yeah. you... If you're going to buy a car, make sure what's been done to the car or let them show you receipts. Yeah. You know, because not every car gets a history report.
8: No, right. Well, and not every service gets reported either. Right. Depending on who's servicing it and stuff like that. Right. So that's a big concern. So, yeah. And, and if you're buying from, like you said, a broker or something like that, if, and if I mean, if whoever traded it in or whoever sold the car, they're not going to have those receipts. So, you know, so you're just you're just uh, it's a big question mark.
4: Yeah. And and so the only other way to combat that is to have your vehicle checked out. Well, yeah. Have a used car check done on it. Take it to a shop. Have them go through it. Check it out. Yeah. And, and, you know, it used to be that we would just do the mechanical checkout and stuff. But I would recommend getting into the computer and seeing the At history, scan it and scan it. see
8: what's going on there. Yeah, yeah, just make sure there's nothing. If if the codes have been cleared, either the battery was dead or or somebody's trying to cover something up. Check engine light might pop on. Who right. knows? But uh, yeah, hard to say. but Yeah,
4: yeah, and that's very important because you know then you have some something to stand on by going back to them and saying, you know what. I want to buy this car, but, you know, I noticed that you guys cleared the codes, you know, or, or you didn't clear the codes and these have been coming up. So I need to have those repairs done before I buy the car. Yeah. Or I'm only going to pay this much for it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So,
8: cause I mean, if, you know, if the car's over, I can't remember what the catalytic converter warranty is. I think it's eight year, 80,000 miles now. Yeah. So if it's got a bad catalytic converter and the car's, you know, more than five years old. Yeah, I mean, you could be looking at a three or four thousand dollar bill right off the bat. Right, you know, if if it just has one bad bad converter, and that might take a little bit to run that monitor, meaning the system tests that, the, the onboard system tests that, and actually give a report whether it passes or fails. And it doesn't matter if it passes. But it does matter if it fails because yes. – th- th- ad- and that can keep you from getting a valid emission test and stuff right. like that. Too. And that's the
4: other yeah. thing. They have to have an emission test in the state of Colorado right. if you sell a car.
8: And and the dealer is responsible for that, for right. your the seller. passing – The seller, yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, it's one of those things. It's just – yeah, you just never know. I mean, if it's a couple years old and it's – you know, even if it's got all those, all the track record, everything's reported and everything like that, you still want to have it looked at because somebody might have run over a curb at 100 miles an hour, and you know, who knows, something's bent or something's just damaged and things along those lines. And
4: we also look for paint, yeah, marks, right, you yeah. know, paint see, lines, yeah, so.
8: see if anything's been repainted
9: and stuff, yeah, body. Stuff.
4: So let's go to Jeff in Western Montana. How you doing, Jeff?
9: I. I am better than I deserve, guys. How are you guys?
4: <laughs> Same. Same, actually. <laughs> yeah. I think we all deserve it. Yeah. That's right. Yeah.
9: Well, I, I've never found anybody who can explain what I've done for you to make me feel so good, to justify feeling so good.
4: So. Right.
9: Um,
1: um, Living right.
9: Uh, yep. Uh, calling about a, a 2004 Chevy SSR. I called in a couple weeks back and talked to John. Have a parasitic draw on it. And uh, I was going to do some troubleshooting. And he said, before you do anything else, take a look at the alternator, see if the diodes are bad. So so I took a look at those. And I did a uh, everything disconnected test and then a uh, AC voltage test while it was running. And those both tended to indicate that it was bad. So I thought, okay, I took it off and took it to two different parts stores here in town and they put it on their system and it, it passed the flying colors so um that that's my first conundrum it, what, what's the proper the best way i guess i know there's multiple ways what's the best way to check on an alternator to see if there's a uh, on the car so y- the rectifier bridge yeah
8: you know
4: on the on, car right I'll be honest exactly with you.
8: how long does it take to run the battery down
9: um we're talking, well, let me put th- this way I don't know exactly, but it's in the order of a couple days.
8: okay so
9: um, and uh, and I know that uh, I it's enough of a draw that I uh, I took the um, I put a one volt maintainer on it and it could not keep up okay I, I charged it with a three volt charger it's a smaller unit but it's an actual charging unit and that was able to bring it back up yeah but at, the, at that time the main the one or the, the one amp i'm sorry i'm saying yeah. one amp maintainer would not keep it maintained yeah well
4: um, well the problem is is when you need to check them on the car because they constantly have juice applied to them in right. a way and yeah. so when you take it to these other places they run it on their thing that doesn't tell you much other than that when your car's running, is it charging? Yeah. But when you shut your car off, sometimes those diodes will stay energ- energized, and then it'll start draining. And and you won't know that on their machine. It will never tell you on their machine how that works. Right.
8: It's They're just looking to see if it's charging. Yes. And to see if it's safe. But to-
4: you're looking to see if you have a draw after the car shuts off, and yeah. that's a different situation. Right. And they never can test that. Right. I don't believe they have a well, test well, for well, that. You, you have a different test, and, and, and I believe you probably do have an alternator or a diode that's sticking in that. It sounds like it to me.
9: Okay. Um, the only so way to... How f- that test... Go ahead. Go ahead.
4: <laughs> well, I, would, I would
8: say the best way to test for that on your vehicle is to, uh, with a full battery just disconnect the alternator completely and just keep those wires separate and let it sit. I mean, it doesn't sound like it's a daily driver, right?
9: No, it's not.
8: Okay. So it, and at least rule that out if, if nothing else. So if it's dead in two weeks, you know, or in two or three days again, then you know that there's, you know, that's not the problem. Um, cause we have found different modules that stay energized. Right. Exactly. Cause that, I believe is considered a truck chassis still, Mm-hmm. um with this st- yeah the
9: trailblazer chassis oh okay, yeah
8: right and so it's got the six liter in it yeah 5.3 or 5.3 yeah okay yeah. all right and so i mean we've had uh and of course we're <laughs> going back a few years but we used to have uh on star modules click on yeah. cause problems we used to have uh, different body control systems that would give troubles, even radios, things along those lines that you don't see, but there's a constant draw there. Even uh, door door control modules.
4: But, Jeff, you said you disconnected the alternator, right? Yes. With it on the car, and you didn't have the draw?
9: Um, well, I didn't wait. What I did was I did a test uh, that, again, I found using Dr. Google, um, that uh, said, that while well, on the car but disconnected, you can put a voltmeter on it.
8: No, you can't. Not a voltmeter. No. You can use an amp meter, but you can't use a voltmeter.
4: Yeah.
9: Okay. Well, it said if you go to a diode setting on your multimeter.
8: Well, your 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 onboard modules, your ECM and stuff like that, will have about a fifty to seventy-five milliamp draw anyway, and that's totally acceptable.
4: Right
9: um well no i was all di- i was all disconnected i was completely disconnected i disconnected the uh the big cable and then the little uh, uh plug so yeah sure it okay
8: was completely,
9: it was on the vehicle but completely disconnected uh-huh and i i set it to diode and uh i got an indication that there was a problem sure um but it seemed a little backwards from what the folks and dr google said so yeah. um
11: Please. uh
9: but, but you're, you're bringing up the, uh, the body modules brings me to the second part of the conundrum because after this I was kind of fed up. So I put the alternator back on and I latched the doors so everything would go to sleep and came back about an hour later and tested all the fuses and all the relays. Um, and the only thing I found was it, there was a, about a 12 12- i want to say about a 12 volt draw on the uh abs yeah fuse.
8: I, I, it, if that's a way of testing yeah. i don't know how it works because no matter what you'll have a 12 volt draw if you're going in series with the battery and the and the battery cable because well, i didn't go
9: in series i, I went parallel i uh no I had to go in series on that yeah. one yeah. yeah all the others all the others though, were um were zero I I didn't get any draws on anything when I uh well the the, the smaller fuses I didn't take those out yeah I, I, the uh, the standard fuses there's a couple in there the 40 and 60 big amp fuses that uh yeah. I had to take out in order to test for a draw but none of those showed a draw except the ABS. And I was wondering could that indicate a problem with the ABS module or does that just always draw cuz that seemed to be a pretty pretty big draw.
8: Yeah. I mean it could be a problem but with the way it's being tested I'm not sure. It's you know pretty much have to you know go in series with the with one of the battery cables and see what your actual amperage draw is on it after everything goes to sleep
4: uh, do me a and, favor we, we have to go to a break and i want to hold you on over the over the break if you could jeff because i, I want to sure. talk to him off air about a cu- couple questions so hang in there uh, we have a caller coming in that's good um 303-477-5600 we got two lines open you're listening to drive radio on klz 560
2: still haven't had enough go to drive-radio.com